I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, JMS, Jessica Michelle Singleton, if you're long-winded. I'm a comedian and I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know anything, that's why we're here. If you are new, first of all, welcome. Second of all, please make sure you hit the subscribe button and give me a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps. Thank you to everyone who has already done that all around the world. You guys are amazing. Uh, I'm so thankful for you. It helps me feel good and it also helps the podcast show up a little bit better in the algorithm when people are searching for new things to listen to and so more people can learn answers to their ignorant questions. Uh, Shout out to my best idiots forever, Gene and Kathy. Uh, That's from Patreon. If you want to support me a little bit more than just a review, you can go over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and become a member of my Patreon for just a dollar a month. You can get bonus episodes. Sorry, my brain's like working slow. I went out for a party last night and I feel like I keep having these pauses, which why am I apologizing? I talk so fast that they're probably needed. Anyway, for as little as a dollar a month, yada, yada, yada. You get bonus episodes all the way up to $50 a month for cool merch and cool other stuff. $10 a month gets you postcards. Blah, blah, blah. I would love to have you. I'm always welcome to more of you because it helps support me. And uh, it's cool. I'm, uh, I've befriended some awesome people through Patreon. And I'm very grateful for you. There's also a Facebook group if you want to be more involved. But right now, uh, giving money is not within your means. Head on over to Facebook and type in ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. We get into discussions over there about life, uh, guests, politics, random just silly gifts and photos get posted. It's a safe space. Safe space. It's a safe space for unsafe questions. Uh, to get in conversations about things that you know maybe you have a different viewpoint. It's not for fighting, but it is uh, differing opinions are welcome. So we can discuss see how things are from other people's situated position in the world so head on over there if you want to see me live head over to jmscomedy.com slash shows to get a list of all my upcoming shows uh if you are listening to this when it drops and you happen to be in los angeles come see me at the improv tomorrow i will be in the hollywood improv lab uh, on an awesome lineup at 10 p.m and you can check the comedy store uh, tuesday afternoon their website week i am coming to reno nevada i'll be at the pioneer underground march 5th through the 7th i am bringing my friend and very recent guest of the show samantha hale who by the way her album is uh just dropped and it went to fucking number one so any of you who pre-ordered that who got that album thank you for making that happen i'm not saying you guys made it happen thank you for being part of that excitement and i hope you're enjoying the album it's very funny i have it myself i'm down and have a full let me just enjoy this motherfucking comedy session um 
if you haven't gotten it yet, check that out. It's called I'm Only Happy When It's Raining Men, which is it's just Samantha Hale in a nutshell. Uh, and if you are a Houston listener, I will be at Skankfest March 27th through the 29th. So they have a couple day passes still available. I think one day is sold out, but head over and get those. That's going to be a crazy time. They're a little bit pricey, but it is a fucking amazing. It's like Coachella for comedy on crack. I don't mean that literally, but also, I mean, maybe. My God, what a crowd that, that, that festival draws. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And I will see all the skanks that have crossed over to listen to me there. Let's get to our guest. My guest this week is Adrian Earhart at Creedrian on Twitter and Instagram. Um, she is a comedian and just an awesome lady. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about being in love and going through a divorce and cannabis. So, which are those things related? Keep listening. I don't know. You'll find out. Does cannabis help you cope with a divorce? I mean, everyone copes differently. But, um, so we, we run the gamut. It was a cool conversation, just very real. She's uh, an interesting and very smart person, so it was fun to get to sit down and pick her brain apart. So, I don't know. Nothing else to say. Enjoy this episode with the incredible Adrian Earhart. Hey, idiots. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed. Uh, it's me. I almost gave like the full intro that I will have already given in the other intro. I am here with my dear friend, hilarious comedian, Adrian Earhart. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I mean, gosh, where do we even begin? I don't even know, dude. There's just so much. <laughs> God, I like hadn't seen you in a while. And then now you're fucking back hard in it. Yeah. It's, it's hard in you. It's hard in me. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's see. We've known each other for, like, distantly for a few years, yep. just through the comedy scene, and, um... Like six or seven. Yeah. yeah. And you are, I feel like, just back really grinding at it hard, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and is that, um, because of... Because of anything? Uh, anything, of possibly. Divorce just your divorce that happened. It's a, amazing what... I mean, the things that a regular breakup have done for me with my comedy and creativity, mm-hmm. a divorce has to be... Next level. It's next level, for which sure. Which, I guess, is the silver lining. Yeah. I mean, for a minute there, I did not think I was going to make it. Just like in general? You're like, yeah. oh, that like, pain. I'm going to die. I'm going to die from this pain. Like, literally, I was like, I get why people say they died from heartbreak. Yes. Broken heart like syndrome. 100%. I swear to God, the, uh, one of the last breakups I went through, I was like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's... God, I would love to interview like a cardiologist about that Mm -hmm. or it's just so interesting and when you're not in it and maybe for me and maybe I'm just a dick but like it's easy to forget how bad it hurts when you're trying to comfort someone like yeah you know breakups suck but you'll get through it and then it happens to you and you're like I just remember there were several friends that I was like I'm so sorry that I wasn't there for you more because this hurts really bad like when you have to pee really badly and like no one understands your urgency and the pain that you're in. Yeah. And then like once you've peed, you forget about it immediately. And then someone else is telling you how badly they have to pee. And, and you're like, like all right, up. just hold on. It's five minutes. You know? Relax. You'll be fine. And you forget how much pain you are in when you are holding it. So yeah. I mean, that's like a stupid metaphor, but that's kind of what it feels like. And I've comforted many people over the years, over my eight year relationship with him. Wow. Uh, over their breakups and everything. So it was a really, it was rough. Yeah. Are you still, is it final? Are you done? 
Um, we submitted our forms and then they got rejected. And then he emailed me that he resubmitted. Um, we, they can we reject only, it? We only email now. Uh, very so like, cold. tersely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cut to whom it may concern. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he was like, I resubmitted the forms and I just answered back, thank fucking God. Oh my God, I love I you. I want this over get so it badly. done. So I can get married again. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God, Adrian, no, relax. <laughs> I just keep getting married. I Is that chill. on the horizon? No. Marriage? At, uh, not coming up, but like, are you... Would you ever at this point do you go like I think in the future I found the right person I'd still do it or are you like fuck marriage I'm done um I think if I started a family with someone we would do the legal marriage thing for the f- benefit of the family oh so everyone's covered by insurance and like and death and yeah and, and so like the kids have probably honestly my last name because it's dope like wouldn't you want Earhart kids Earhart's a great last name yeah, I probably would unless they want to be pilots and then I feel like who oh boy by Dante. that time, nobody will know who Amelia Earhart is. That's true. Because the earth will be burned to a crisp and there will be 10 of us left. And there won't be enough like oxygen to even fly <laughs> planes probably. It'll just be zombies. Do you want kids? Uh, I think I do. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I did. I got married um, promising that we wouldn't have kids. He's five years younger and he was like, I don't want him ever, much less not right now. And I was like, all right, agreed. We, we wow, it's today. crazy that like... You think you don't want kids, but like you're trying to spread your seed into everyone. That's uh, yeah. what a weird I dichotomy. I love when someone will send me a screenshot. Not anymore because I've chastised everyone about um, comments he's made because people come. He's a, an influencer and a DJ. And yeah. People comment on his shit like what happened with you and Adrian or did you guys break up or whatever? And he commented once um, our relationship ran its course. And I so badly wanted to jump in there and be like, do you mean you ran your dick through Hollywood? Yeah. Fucking dick. That's how its course was your dick through Instagram thoughts in Hollywood. Fucking God, the level of petty Mm -hmm. that I, I mean, I would have loved that. I didn't, I blocked him. So I didn't see any of these things and people, anyone who sent me a screenshot, I would say, thank you so much for whatever it is you think you're doing for me, but please, I don't want to know anything about him. Well, I don't know why people do that shit. Did you hear that he's dating so-and-so? Did you hear he got engaged? It's like, I think it's a fair thing to say across the board. Your friend does not want to hear how their ex is doing. Mm -mm. Even in an amicable breakup. I don't know what the logic is that people go, I better tell them. I've caught myself stopping from doing that a couple times with people going, oh my God, did you see? And it's like, they don't don't need to do that. Good for you for blocking too. I feel like with entertainment, people feel weird. Maybe it's not entertainment. Maybe it's just in general, the culture of social media. People get a little in their their head about, oh, should I unfriend? Should I block? Should I unfollow? Block, 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 block. Everyone in his circle, everyone in his family, everyone in his extended family, everyone is blocked. He doesn't pop up in my shit ever. You got to like just protect yourself. Just anyone who vapes, you can't. (laughs) Oops. Um, Yeah, I mean, you have to protect yourself. It's survival at that point, especially if you're brokenhearted. Yeah. My God. Oh, I enter. So I interrupted your child discussion oh. so we did a like egg freezing was that I did egg freezing in november was that already part of the plan before this all no before it fell apart or were you like no. fuck you I was like i'm not having kids because i married him and anytime my mom brought it up i was like i agreed i'm not gonna renege on an agreement that i made with him and even though you wanted kids i didn't know if i did i still yeah. don't know if i do yeah um there i have had a lot of violence in my life and i'm very worried about the kind of mother i'll be god i can relate to you and like i'm in a, a domestic violence support group and like most of the women in there are moms and they talk about how hard it is not to perpetuate the cycle because your instinct you you learn what you know mm-hmm. so even though logically 
any of us can go, well, the right thing to do is to not beat your kid. Mm-hmm. When you're angry at something someone has done and all you learned was that anger is enacted out through physical or emotional verbal violence. Oh, verbal violence. Great podcast. Oh, well. Roast battle. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's like going against your learned instincts, yeah. which is, I worry about that. I worry that I didn't have like a good example of how to mother and that I would do the same thing. And I don't think I want kids. And now I'm dating someone who is like, well, yeah, eventually I do want kids. And that's a weird. Oh, so your eggs, you were like, fuck this. I'm freezing them just in case. Mm-hmm. My mom was pushing me hard. Yeah. And she was like, you're 30 years old. It's time to like, just get it. done. <laughs> I love you. Get it in there. Uh, get those eggs frozen. Uh, and I did it. I shot myself in the stomach every day for how hard was that? The first one was intense because I didn't know how to do it and I just hurt myself a few times. And then uh, I Googled a, a video and uh, then it wasn't so hard after that. Wow. How many shots did you have to do? Uh, dozens. Like, like how many, how long is that process? Oh, uh, like two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. You start it right after a period. Okay. So as then, soon as your period ends. Yeah. Heavy on the injections. Yep. And that's what, like, upping your eggs? What is that doing? Do you know? It makes your eggs grow big and your ovaries grow big. Oh. And it stops and it builds up the lining in your uterus and stops you from dropping all that shit. Wow. And you take a trigger shot. My trigger shot didn't work. So I did my trigger shot at home. Then I came at fucking 6 a.m. to go get my procedure. And they tested my urine and they were like, you don't have any of this whatever hormone that you need. So the trigger didn't go through. So I had to go that night, go to my doctor's house. I made a house call to my doctor. Jesus. She shot me in the ass because evidently muscular, it's more likely to not be absorbed. Oh. I was like, so my body's just so strong, I just absorbed it. And she was like, yeah. So that's we'll that's say a that. good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. That, I would say the same thing. And then it worked uh, the next time. So And then I got an IUD put in at the same time because I don't want to have. At the same time or like, like right after? She extracted the eggs and stuck an IUD in oh, okay. while I was under. Because so, I know IUDs are really painful to put in. So you're like, just get it all done. Just do it while I'm under. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it hurts. IUD still hurts, but now I'm not going to have like a whoops baby. And uh, I, I feel like I have complete control over my destiny now. You think it's worth putting your body in pain? I go, I get very weird about yeah. birth control. Yeah. Wow. I um, am a very sexual person. Yes. And I'm dating someone who's also very sexual and I don't want to worry. But that doesn't hurt like during sex? During sex? No. No. It's just in life. Sometimes after, if we go hard. Too hard. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But it's worth the pain. Honestly, like that pain is worth the, the comfort of knowing that I'm not going to get pregnant. Jesus. And so they extract eggs and mm-hmm. freeze those. Mm-hmm. How many did they get? 16. Oh, shit. Is that like, what's the average? Or what do they tell Four. you? Okay, bitch. Yeah. What fucking mother Adrian? <laughs> Jesus. Lots of eggs. And do you have to pay like a monthly like freezer fee? How does that Yearly. work? 700 a year. 700. Oh, that's not as bad as it could be. Nope. How about, uh, do you mind saying how much the procedure costed? 12. 12,000. Mm-hmm. Fuck. My mom. My mom paid. And are there people, did like, God, there's people who do that and it probably doesn't take it all. And right. then they redo. Right. Many people. Amy Schumer is going through IVF right now. Doesn't she have a baby? She has a baby. Um, she, I think that's you, enough. When you're older, it's harder, you know, to to. Conceive. Oh yeah. And so she, I think she got 35 eggs through a couple rounds, and then, but it's different for her because now they're um, making them embryos before putting them back inside her. Oh, with her implant. So I'm not. I've not gone through that process yet. I'm hoping in like a couple years, take the IUD out, 
get pregnant naturally before you know it's dangerous the eggs are the backup plan yes okay and then i want kids is that how that works like once you decide to have kids some they would like implant like they 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 would make embryos out of those eggs yeah okay and then put those back in you Mm -hmm. multiple so that you have a higher chance of you know having them that's how people end up with those multiples yeah you're gonna end up with eight kids (laughs) you're gonna be one of those moms they they, uh, suggest reductions if it's more than two and it's literally it's called reducing reducing Mm -hmm. That's got to be weird too, though, because it's like, well, what if you reduce and then something happens? What if you reduce the wrong egg? I guess there's a lot more technology now. That's yeah. such a fucked up. Sophie's that is choice. such a like eugenics thing to say that like, what if you get a bad egg? <laughs> and it's Sophie's Choice looking at the screen, just being like, which one? Well, this one's the smallest one. Well, what if the smallest one was going to be Jessica? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the smallest one was the smartest one. And yeah. we don't know that. We don't know that. Wow. This is so vain, but. And it goes against everything that Amy Schumer's brand stands for i don't have no idea what she actually stands for but like if i was as rich as amy schumer someone else would carry my kid are you fucking kidding me they're like why for what so you can make a bad fucking maternity version of that terrible clothing line she has what is that have you seen her clothing line i didn't know there was a clothing line she's got an it's like off sacks it's just all blue it's supposed to be like for working women on the go but it just looks like garbage man outfits it's the worst sentence just bummed me out working women on the go and it's like what does that even fucking mean who's not on the go bedridden 600 pound plus people yeah i know whether you're working or not it just i was shocked at how it was like it doesn't matter but it was like someone who has no fashion knowledge designed it like to me that says i understand my demographic i guess so (laughs) you're like we're comfortable and we don't care if we look kind of plain i guess know your audience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fuck so do you give any thought to the idea of when you'll have babies now or are you just like i can tuck that away i'm done and i can worry about that later i think about it i actually had a fight with the guy i'm dating the other night because (laughs) my ied was hurting and he was like it's not like moved or something right like you're not gonna get pregnant and I was like, calm down. Like, like, also, can we have some sympathy for me being in pain mm-hmm. instead of immediately worrying about where your cum is going? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's 99% effective. There's actually like a carrot sign. It means like more than 99% effective. Yeah. IDs. I was like, I'm really not worried about it. And then I like gave him a silent treatment for a while. And then finally I talked and I was like, listen, my first husband tried to get me pregnant against my will. When he Ooh, was I had a boyfriend me, like that when I was trying to leave. He was sensing me pulling away and he would fake not coming come inside of me yeah and uh i thank god i have cysts all over my ovaries and was not able to conceive like, what 25. a blessing and uh and then every person since has been terrified of getting me pregnant so i feel like i have no autonomy over my own fucking body because oh god. it's been like you will have a baby and then like we are not having a baby and it's just like i want it to be my motherfucking choice so i put my eggs on ice and i put an iud in and i will decide when that iud comes out and i will decide who i'm gonna breed with yeah and it's well i mean that's good that you're like taking full control of that Mm -hmm. decision and it's also like hey by the way guy i'm dating or men that you have sex with in the future or whatever it's like yeah if that's the thing you're concerned about you need to figure out what you're doing with your dick because like if you're going to blow loads up here, it's as much your responsibility mm-hmm, as mine. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. the minute you come inside someone, regardless, it's like you've taken that risk. So, And if I got pregnant, I keep telling everyone that I've dated. There's been a few of them. Like, I'm keeping it. I, no, I, I, yeah. I've said like at, at 30 years old, I can't like risk 
you don't know if you'll be able to you know what I mean I was like I I would keep it and like the first guy I dated we had a little oopsie before I had my IUD and he ended up saying like you know we're both the same age and it'd be it wouldn't be that bad and I was like I looked at him and I was like it would be that bad did that make you go like maybe I should stop saying that to people at all no it made me go I should get an IUD okay you're like I shouldn't be so careless because I only do I only sleep with one person at a time yeah but I don't like it's not enough room for two my god (laughs) (laughs) I mean for a little while there was some overlap (laughs) but like it's exhausting to keep up with honestly no switching out the toothbrushes is just like which one is the green one like it's whose is whose you're having to label them it's it's a lot yeah that's so funny I had to like make a little mnemonic for like this one is the green because you know uh (laughs) I don't want to give away green for giant dick G green never green for a carpenter for the trees because cuts down trees that's so great the whole thing Uh, (laughs) I I did one normie a couple comics a writer so I'm figuring out like what I like you know yeah um but this what was the point of this whole fucking tirade um I don't want to have kids I oh if you think about it now or you actively think about it or if you've tucked it away uh I don't know if it's possible to stop actively thinking about it at a certain age I've tucked it away I, yeah. I don't worry every month that I will be pregnant okay. like I do with the pill when you skip one or two or like, like this is the end sometimes it fucks up you know I don't I don't worry about that at all and I um if I don't have kids I will just live with that yeah and you're all, you're like that's that whatever happens is yeah. what's gonna happen and, and that's I would supposed to go I wouldn't have bred with any of the other people I was dating but now I'm dating someone that I'm in love with and I would have his babies so yeah it's really good that I have an IUD because How- I couldn't abort his baby. Really? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. How long have you been out of your previous marriage? Six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think this is fast? This is when the ignorant questions come in. This is what the audience is thinking. Don't take it personal. Um, You're in love already? Yeah. How long does it take you to fall in love? Usually three months. And that's pretty much how long it took. I'm pretty similar to that. Yeah. Um, Have you guys had that? Have you said that I love you? Yeah. Yeah. A few days ago. Yeah. How was that? It was adorable. Uh, really? It was actually, we had a conversation with you. The yeah, day, the day I before. remember. Talking and about just what it means to say I love you to someone. Yeah, and if it's like too soon or whatever. And he was like, you just say it when you feel it. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's how I feel too. Yeah. And then, and then I was day, like, boy, we're both just, I was like, it's fun to sit here and watch two people just pretend that they're not feeling something. This is fun. <laughs> You're both lying to each other and yourselves. That's just, This is a great place for me to be. I mean, you've seen us together and felt us like we're in love. Like, Yeah, you're in love. It's yeah. very obvious. Yeah. Um, there's one thing I can do it's be burdened by feeling other people's emotions <laughs> no I actually love my ability to be an empath but it's very clear you guys are in love he he knew a week prior because he's on Twitter but not really so I tweet with abandon because I never think yeah he's, you go in he's gonna I never think he's gonna read anything but somebody screenshotted a tweet where I was like uh is it weird to be falling in love and super pissed about it I remember that tweet I and saw it and I was like hmm I wonder where they're at in this discussion. Uh, I'm super pissed about it. I was like a week ago. It was before Valentine's Day and everything. And uh, he said, you know, my friend screenshot and sent that to me. So, so like, I already knew that you were on the same page. He's like, I was just kind of waiting for the right moment. And uh, it was the right moment. It was like, it wasn't during sex, which I, I, I usually disregard. If yeah. Cause you it. think it's just like heightened hormones and yeah. And it was you like, don't love me. You're coming after like a long, a long night of talking and you know, whatever. And he just, kissed me passionately and said I love you and then I hid my face and I was like no and then he was like he turned my face and he was like I love you and I'm in love with you oh I was like I love you too and And then the next day after breakfast I was like hey just checking in last night happened right (laughs) and he was like yeah I'm absolutely madly in love with you oh my god okay me too just making sure we're on the same page just making sure that wasn't a 
dream a nightmare even because why would i this <laughs> is i didn't say anything oh that's really cute yeah um i'm very happy right now yeah who do knows you, how long this will last but i'm enjoying every minute of it do you have a love addiction no no boy i'm never single but um you know my mom who does a lot of reading on uh psychopathy and things that are wrong with people she likes to diagnose me with things. love it <laughs> um she's looked into love and sex addiction and she's like yeah you have a couple of tendencies because you date right end up after and she's like this is and it's gonna sound so arrogant but she's like you're a beautiful girl people want to date you people want to date you and she's That's like true. you're never gonna be single because people always want to date you Well, unless you actively wanted to be single and i don't yeah i like attention do you feel like when's the last time you were single uh 19 19 do you ever feel like there's things that maybe you haven't like had the freedom to learn about yourself no no you feel like you have that freedom within relationships and stuff i feel like yeah, I was really free in my last marriage. For a like long your time. identity wasn't tied to being someone's. It became. Person. It did become that eventually. Eventually, okay. because um, he didn't grow the way I grew, and he didn't change, and he didn't support me the way I supported him. Ugh, so, men or that just that like, guy. I noticed that immediately in the last few people that I dated, was that they wanted things from me that um, they weren't willing to give. They weren't willing to give, or like just crossing my boundaries which i didn't realize i had any boundaries and i've been working with my therapist on like deciding what those are and dude that's a fucking huge step mm -hmm. and also so scary that it's like yeah cool what do i do about the anxiety that prevents me from verbally setting the boundary what's the step for that it's a lot but with this guy i was just um we agreed to just like start fucking as soon as like we ended up this is a total glitch we ended up breaking up with whoever we were dating like within two days of coincidentally yeah, coincidentally you don't think he saw that you were going through a divorce and he's like i'm in he didn't know me <laughs> he just shoved his girlfriend out the car he and he's me. like i'm on my way we we found out who each other were as humans that exist in this plane like at the end of october yeah so i didn't even know who he was did you that. find out who he was through your dms no through my roommate I was like did he slide in oh no. that's true I, mean, I was actually the first person to slide in but it was not uh lascivious like it was just no. it was my roommate was like he's gonna be over a lot he's one of my best friends you need to get to know him and you need to be comfortable with him and i was like okay so i followed him and you're like guess i'm about to get real motherfucking comfortable i mean i was dating someone and he was dating someone so it wasn't it was just like cool here's this person who's yeah, gonna be we, we did like jokes back and see forth. me in the kitchen sometimes yeah. and I'll, okay and then i saw him at like a birthday party of a mutual friend and, and i got to meet him in person i was like what's up dude hey uh and then when he came over the next time to my apartment i already knew he was i was more comfortable you know and then i broke up with my guy and then he broke up with his like two days later and then he slid right in and was like you still dating that guy you hate and i was like nope so we were just like let's fuck let's just do the thing we're like we're fresh out of a relationship yeah. we need to fuck somebody and we both are fucking other people and i was just like this is all this is so the the guard was down i didn't give a fuck what he thought i was just like i don't care if you hit it once and leave like i just i was, I was i'm just trying to get some dick yeah and clear my thoughts dick. so and it and it it was chill for a while and then like around christmas we just like the the dynamic changed oh the fucking the holidays the holidays and then we spent new year's eve together and then like did you kiss on at midnight on new year's yeah we cooked. We stayed together. Oh, you alone, fucking cooking. dorks. Yeah, it was adorable. So That's very cute. Recently, I confessed, you know, I had feelings for him like last month. And then we um, went over boundaries together. He pulled up an article uh, 
what like what <laughs> I wish you guys are. could see my face and like I know. He, of course he pulled I up know. an article because he was like let's do this right and it was like expectations and sex and future goal whatever and I wrote it on my notes app like what his were and what mine were and like it was a lot of them aligned yeah and a lot of them are things like uh I startle easily you don't make loud noises near me that's yeah. one of my boundaries PTSD yeah same from uh, abuse and, and then he was like don't call me names and I was like all right that's gonna be hard for me because I call my friends dumb bitch all the time yeah but I was like all right I will rein it in for you it's just shit like that yeah yeah, they just like established. We did a bunch of them, and, and that doesn't seem too. What is the word I'm looking for? Like controlled and per, like type it. Yeah, too trying to control, make it like businessy. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It was done. That doesn't like, ruin any of it for you. With with love and respect. Okay. And just we're both like working on ourselves and in programs and like just yeah. trying to be really on the same page and the respectful, and communicative and. We d- like there's n- he doesn't let me stay quiet about something if something's bothering me and vice versa listens when I talk he's basically what I'm saying is perfect this is just a philosophical devil's advocate uh-huh. someone not letting you stay quiet about something that's bothering you hypothetically isn't that pushing a boundary if I say I don't want to talk about this then, then it would be continue. fine yeah but me just being like no I'm fine nothing's wrong no that's obviously a passive like keep keep pushing me and then i'll i'll say something really but okay. then after like that was like this after sex the other night when he was like hope you don't get pregnant or whatever and i was like quiet as a mouse for a while and i ended up telling him like when i'm upset i shut down i don't yell i don't leave same nothing i shut the fuck down and i just like buried my head in the pillow and was quiet for a while and i was like if that happens again give me like a half hour i need to just like reset and be with my yeah. emotions and, and process like, and then i'll talk to you every time i promise i'll never hold on to something and not tell you why i'm upset but i do need a minute sometimes yeah. which is fair yeah do you feel like this relationship is helping you get better in touch with like your ability to communicate yes. your needs your yes. that's great it's so fucking healthy all, isn't it weird all the way around let me ask you this does it ever feel boring because it's healthy no okay I'm so like violently attracted to him and he's so funny and so sweet that like it's I'm never I'm never bored because I sometimes I've dated people in the past who maybe and maybe it's it's obviously a different situation but do you know about attachment issues or attachment styles yes yes. a lot of times people with very secure attachment because I'm so fucked up I perceive that as like boring or like it sets off my like that there are people that can just sit quietly next to you and be happier there, but just be doing their own thing. That's been a lot of work for me to not be like, they're bored, that they're thinking they are not happy. Why aren't they? But I say that. I vocalize that. Like, oh, yeah, I do now. You? And then he'll be like, no, I heard everything. And he'll repeat back everything. See, dating a sober guy is amazing. He'll like quote me from nine weeks ago verbatim. Sometimes is it like, all right, you could remember a little less. No, my, my memory is insane yeah like i i remember every fucking thing yeah so it's nice to have somebody who like not quite as much but like he's right on board with all the details it never makes you like okay we don't need to like recap the earrings i had on that night right but like he knows my birthday and my middle name and my siblings names and you know my my work co-workers names that i talk about and my assistant's name like he cares about me that's great it's very weird oh my god that's very cute <laughs> i constantly am like looking at him like this is a mirage this can't be real this you're not like real. this hot and this sweet and this good at you know putting it down uh <laughs> i'm just very i'm very happy and probably who knows if this will still be together when this podcast comes out i mean um, who knows <laughs> this dog is what if you guys doing? hear anything you probably can't these mics are pretty good but if you hear any scratching in the background it's 
Cue the dog, who most of you probably know, trying to dig something in the carpet. But to be honest, we've had people like staying, leave their dogs in here and go out. So by the way, if there's any hint of smell of urine, I'm nose blind. So <laughs> I have a feeling this room probably stinks. No. But um, we've cleaned the carpet, but you know, lots of dogs. Smells and great. Let me ask you, because sober, uh, does he smoke weed? No. Because you're a, you're a weed smoker. I'm a weed expert. Expert. Do you smoke? Occasionally. Yeah? I'll be smoking today. I have a massage with my friend and he wants to get really high first. So I'm like, all right. Dude, I'm supposed to do maybe a glass of wine, but definitely some weed pre-massage on Monday. And mm-hmm. I'm so stoked for yeah. it. Fuck. Yeah. How long? So you're a weed expert. Uh-huh. When did you get into cannabis? Started Marijuana. started consuming when I was 17. Yeah. Um, Got in lots of trouble for it. Lots of cuffs. I'm from Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got They're arrested. Not fond of it there. Eight years ago, I got arrested. Um, and then when I moved here, I started doing like cannabis cup promo modeling with dabs. Oh. You know, one of them. Hot girls mm-hmm. with weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, come try this. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I started working in a shop. And now I'm like one of the people that runs the shop. There's, yeah. Like, three of us that like run the shop. Um, and that's my day job. And now I'm like, I, p- I speak on panels. I travel to conferences for cannabis. And it's like a job job for real yeah you're like this is any other job but just the product happens to be cannabis yes did you see yourself doing this kind of job when you were younger or is it just something that kind of like progressed into where it's at i didn't think i was going to live this long god relatable i was like 30s yeah hilarious yeah, I, I was like i'll be dead by then for sure oh yeah i'll do something reckless and drive off a cliff yeah do you think weed has helped prevent recklessness does weed, does weed, does weed? yeah you what are your so what psychedelics have you done all of them uh no there's so many um i don't even know ayahuasca dmt acid mushrooms molly you've done all these these mm-hmm. aren't just ones you're listing okay right right, right. did you go to peru for ayahuasca no, or just like joshua, joshua tree. tree just like i'm a shaman <laughs> i had an event right no i'm kidding uh, my shaman's dope yeah um, yeah have you only done it once twice how was it the first time was so fucking intense yeah and did you shit cry no, no puke okay and cry yeah um, and it like changed me to my core. Yeah. And then the second time, uh, I've been talking about this recently. I had a vision of the world ending and I felt my pressure in my hand. And then finally, when I looked down, it was, uh, my now ex-husband holding my hand, but I thought it was weird in the vision that like he was just staring at me and not smiling or saying anything. And we were both just like, we're looking at this. The world was like just, just destruction everywhere. And he had seen something similar in his vision. And that's when we decided to get married was like, what? No. Yeah. We like, we saw the world. You end. trauma bonded over ayahuasca. Literally. And I was like, you were there. And he was like, you were there. And like, it just kept telling me like, she's, she's helping you. She's guiding you. And it just kept telling me he's grounding you. Um, and then a few months ago I had a dream about that vision. Whoa. And it was just replaying it for me backwards. And it was him. He took my hand and pulled me. And then the world ended. He was oh. holding me back and he made my world explode. That is so heavy. <laughs> I know. Well, I was going to ask if you thought it was like a metaphor for like how your relationship. Definitely. Ended, but. And like I chose to think of it as no, 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 no. He's protecting me from just the world. The world. Ended. But it was my brain was telling me like you're trying to stay safe right now in this because you've been together at that point. It was like five years together. Yeah. And, and my brain was trying to tell me like. You, you gotta, gotta go. You gotta go. And I didn't listen. And then this is gonna explode. This is gonna yeah. end badly. We got, a year later, we got married. And then two years later, he's. I mean, I think he was. 
I know he was cheating for a, a lot longer than any of us know um, because girls have slid in my Instagram DMs and apologized for having affairs with my husband. Are you? Do you feel like it's like you could just all stop doing that now? Mm. Like I've had enough. Nope. I want to know everything. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. It helps me plug in the variables and the algorithm that is a failed marriage so that I can uh, apply that same algorithm and change the variables in the future. You think that that's possible? You think you can look at a different person in a different relationship and plug things in? What? My behavior. Your behavior? Yeah. What caused him to do that? No. Adrian, absolutely. You'd Have you said this to your therapist? Nothing you did caused him to do that. That's all on him. For sure. It was me giving up myself, folding into myself and becoming someone else's support. Oh, instead of being true to who you are. Yeah. And that, that made me resentful, which made me love him less and touch him less and fuck him less. And therefore he strayed. Of course he strayed. Yeah, but it's not your responsibility to no. and i was crying all the time not feeling heard not feeling well it's like yeah he's obviously not reaching out for your needs if you're if all that's happening and all he can think is like i need someone to fuck me it's selfish and it's just unfortunate that the person he ended up with is someone that we both knew very well in our lives and i always suspected so now i'm like how long was this what a bitch yeah she's a dumb cunt i was like i don't know if you're gonna say something like well it's <laughs> i didn't know if you like we don't have to say that but it's like Dude, fuck you. Fuck anyone who like knowingly goes in and hurts somebody. And fuck like someone that. else's husband. Fucks him in his car that I just picked out on Auto Trader. Spent ninety days on Auto Trader picking out the perfect car for him. Seats lay back flat. Good feature that he was using to, to fuck, fuck her. somebody else. Get back in bed with me, and then wake up in the morning and make me a smoothie and kiss me on the lips goodbye. Ew! I hope that car breaks down in the desert and he shits mm. everywhere and his world ends like in the ayahuasca. That was the hardest part. <laughs> was like the the deception and the betrayal yeah i almost re- would rather have him been like i'm leaving now i want to go fuck somebody instead of like i've been fucking yeah people i've been lying to your face and just trying to get away with it it's just the fact that i've had all this fbi training in college and i didn't notice all of this just goes to show how checked out i was well it's also like our brains it's like a little bit of the ego i think does us a favor of sometimes it chooses to not see things for and it it's in the end, not helpful, but it's trying to protect us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get it. Fuck. Yeah. Also, yeah. just, I've been thinking about this more and more lately, and just all the stories I know from women and the situations I've been in. Just on the record for anyone listening, men, if you think that you can fucking get away with cheating and never get caught, if you were dating a woman, you're out of your fucking mind, mm-hmm. we're smarter than you. Mm-hmm. Like, we will find shit out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, a sixth sense sometimes you just like yeah. no a, a woman in general much less a woman who studied forensic linguistics and computer science like, yeah. what are you doing i know everything right and it's like so crazy like this is gonna sound crazy probably to people who haven't experienced this but i'm sure a lot of women know this feeling i've written like i haven't had a ton of men cheat on me but every time any situation has not been the evidence and then me going down a hole it's me having the feeling and then being like I bet I can find like I have the feeling and the and it's always there. The feeling has never been wrong that like, yep, there it is. I, I'm afraid of that feeling. Because yeah. Yeah. Because as soon as it comes, you're like, oh, this is the fucking end. Yeah. And like, I thought, I how do you safe. go back from that? I was dating like a goof. I married a goofball who was like attractive, but wasn't just like people weren't like, <gasps> you know? Yeah. And now I'm dating like a hot guy. Okay. No, and you are blinded by love. Let me say that. He's a, he's, he's a good looking guy. He's hot. He's hot. Not, no, okay. he's, he's, I'm not shitting on him. You, there are not lines of women waiting to run him down. I promise you. Um, we went to an event last night 
and we separated for a minute because it was like business for me so i was like shaking hands and yeah. business cards and shit and he was just off in the in the kitchen by himself and i look over and there's four women around him and that happens a lot yeah and because he uh is a stable person and that is a magnet for people yeah well he's also he's a good looking guy but he, I, I don't think he's someone people look across the room and go like i have to have that one i did i know but that's because you guys were men for each other. I mean, I saw a picture of him and was like, oh, fuck. I mean. This is Zaddy right here. I also think that he, like, how he is growing and working on himself has made him a person who's, like, very good at being attentive in conversations. And women eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, LA, especially, like, L.A. broken women, they mistake someone just being courteous and attentive as, like, is this love? Yeah. Where it's like at the end of the conversation, he's going to be like, nice chatting with you and go back to his beautiful, whatever you're calling yourselves, <laughs> person lover <laughs> that he loves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Um, I have the same problem with men. I'm, uh, I've always made eye contact and I smile and I'm, and I'm focused and they, they think of that. I, I I'm flirting. Yeah. I get in trouble. Nope. Not just uh, interested in talking to another human being. Yeah. You're like, no, I can connect with you without mm-hmm. needing to fuck you. Also not needing anything from you mm-hmm. like which is a weird thing in LA too that like there are people who only connect falsely or mm-hmm. for their own needs I realized this recently uh, overhearing a conversation from someone which you know why am I eavesdropping but who I human. well who regularly accuses everyone of using them mm-hmm. and then hearing them talk about how they view like friends and they're like well no one is like actually friends they all want something from someone I'm like oh you think everyone's using you because you're only using people that's, that's sad so sad i don't use anyone because it was a thing where that like this person i was like i don't understand why you think people are using you and and then i was like it was just like eye-opening but in la it's like boy will people look you in the face and pretend to give a fuck about what you're doing because you have something cool that they want to be a part of I which is scary i can sense it now same and i avoid people like that yeah well you know what's crazy is that the people who there's some people who are pretty good at hiding it i think Mm-hmm. but the people who are like very blatant and it's like you want to make it as an actress and you can't even like hide that you're faking giving a fuck about people right. like quit right. yep. stop yep there are certain people in the comedy scene who i can tell that i'm doing well based on how they act when i because yeah. you know it's ebbs and flows everything's like waves sometimes mm-hmm. you're like go or the perception is that you yeah, know you're sure. doing well versus like people aren't really thinking about how well you're doing and there's people who like they zoom in on me mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you think that things are going really well for me mm-hmm. and that I can do something for you. That shit's fucking, I can't handle it. Mm-mm. That makes me crazy. Yeah. This town like drives me insane with that shit. Yeah, definitely. It is so hard to keep. Maybe I should smoke more weed. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about cannabis. Okay. okay so um, in your job, are you like advising a lot of people on like, I mean, I've hit you up about this in the past, but like what types of cannabis would be good for whatever mm-hmm. they're trying to. That's more of uh, my personal life there at the shop. I'm a director of yeah. marketing and operations. Okay. So I do a lot of tech, a lot of phone calls, a lot of holding people accountable. Um, but a lot of that is like, um, you know, figuring out how to market certain products. So I need to know what the products do and how they're beneficial. And so you I know who to target, to, talk to vendors and brand reps and, you know, and I scour their assets that they send over to us to see if we want to share them and, if they're viable and then talk to my designer all the time about the educational um, stuff that we want to put around the shop for people to, you know, learn more things. So 
I'm constantly staying on top of it. And we have a team of lawyers who send us, you know, the latest every week. Everything. Of what we need to be up up on. There's so many rules. Yeah. So a lot of it is compliance. And God, that sounds like that. so fucking hard. People get shut down left and right, I feel like. Yeah. Or raided or whatever. We're not going to because we're super, super legal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the illegal shops are being shut down like crazy. And that's a lot of the taxes that we're paying for this um, weed that we're getting now is going to those task forces to shut down these shops. Because we're trying to eradicate the illicit market, which is making 83% of the profits in the cannabis industry right now. Oh, so that's like hurting the... It's hurting all of us. Wow. And like, we all were part of the quote unquote black market, which is now called the illicit market. Like, we were all in the shadows for years. We get it. But like, step into the light. It's going to be bright as fuck for a while. Yeah. But then your eyes will adjust. Like... And then it's like... Also, I feel like the quicker we can like eradicate that and get everyone on board doing the right things, it's... Maybe more of that tax money can go to something besides a fucking roads and schools. And yeah, it's like to... utilize the fact that it's being taxed. Because I've all I've thought that for years that like if they just like federally legalize that, think of all the money they could put toward. Look at Colorado. Yeah, Sur- thriving with a surplus of weed money, crushing it, crushing it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's there's a lot uh, to know and to learn constantly, and uh, the the biggest thing that I stay on top of is health health stuff so like when vape gate hit and people were dying from vapes um we had to obviously release you know some some pr statements and some some blog posts and and i had to educate my staff on what to say customer facing on how to how to deal somebody's with somebody's asking issue. about that yeah. and like we were i demanded that every product on our shelf be tested for vitamin e acetate which was the isolated component that they th- found was killing people and then it was coming in like cheaper mm-hmm. is that what it was that like it was like poorly made like cheaper products it's not poorly made it's the same um like process it's a cutting agent because concentrates are thick oh to save money on so it's like like what's the logic behind it uh vegetable glycerin and glycine and uh mct oil coconut oil are the common um cutting agents used okay and they're more expensive because they come from like plants and you know they're They're organic and they have um regulations attached to them because yeah. they're used in food and things like that vitamin e acetate you might have heard of that before it's used in topicals for you know cr- face creams and stuff which you shouldn't be ingesting yeah, shouldn't be ingesting and then china was just like well we can sell this shit to these people you want to put in your vape sure it's a liquid it'll go in the vape yeah, do whatever you want with it just- so they're illegal people illegal market is using this cutting agent in their vapes and people's lungs are coagulating their bronchioles are closing up and they're getting pneumonia and they're dying from this jesus and like the illicit market they don't have to deal with a lot of the tax money goes to the testing facilities and the bureau of cannabis control for the certificates of analysis and the manifests and all the um testing that keeps us safe what kind of pesticides and Fuck. and like a lot of weed is grown outdoors and they spray a little bit of pesticide on it with the legal amount when it goes through that round of testing is that still like sketchy it's it's got to happen you don't want mites and mite shit on your weed because okay. that'll make you sick too yeah all so right you got to use and pick your poison basically organic ones and they're more expensive and then when you have the the, the cannabis tested in flower state it, it's fine when you make concentrates it's concentrated <sighs> yeah and therefore, it's way above the legal limits on anything. So people are getting sick from microbutanol, piperomabutoxide, overdosing, vitamin E acetate. So every vape on our shelves has been tested uh, independently for vitamin E acetate. Okay. Canasafe did that. They were like, we had a machine. We'll test you right now for this shit. Perfect. But furthermore, if you walk into a legal shop, you can ask for a certificate of na- analysis on any product in that shop. And if wow. they cannot provide it, they either are not legal, the product is not legal, or they don't have their shit together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you have to take anything off your shelf? That's great. Yep. 
Um, is it like, so I, when I started like working at restaurants, they would make me like try the food. Do you guys do that to your employees? Mm-hmm. Smoke this, eat this, samples. see what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Legal samples. Have you tried everything? Pretty much. It? Yeah. Do you have a favorite type of weed and why? Um, I'm old school. I actually love uh, like a volcano. Oh, like smoking from a... Yeah, like a th- those con- convection giant. flower vaping. Okay. Um, but I, my favorite kind of smoking is like sit and chill and talk. Okay. Um, if I'm like out on the go, a joint. Uh, if I have a long night, I'll do like a little bit of a, a liquid in my drink. Oh, like a, like the drop? Uh, they have uh, this new company came out uh, that has nanotechnology with distillate and it's just like pure, pure cannabis. No terpenes or anything. And it. it's just wow. THC five milligrams. Dump it in your drink. I had it last night. It was great. And then I was in a great mood and then had the best sex in my fucking life. So weed and sex. Great combo. Oh, yeah. Wait. And what great is that combo. called? The stuff that you just had last uh, night? I forgot the company already. Fuck. They just are launching soon. Okay. Um, I'll hit like you up for the future. You should. Yeah. I'll, I'll and it's called, you. Uh, like, what is the type of product called? It's nano distillate. Nano distillate. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. On the remark you just made about, like, weed and sex. You ever think that you, that someone you've had sex with, it's great sex, and then you have sex again, and you realize you were just really high? Yeah. Oh, the worst. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happens with this guy. Well, I assume in case he's listening he's not listening but like have you ever had sex not high well yeah most of the time just checking <laughs> just checking i was like wait what maybe you don't know <laughs> i when the first guy that i was dating out of my um failed marriage uh drank a lot and i was trying to drink to keep up with him Ugh. so we had a lot of drunk sex um and drunk then, sex can be fun if you're not too great. drunk he was great at it he was great yeah uh, and he lived 0.5 away. It was the best. Very convenient. Two, we made it two months because of that reason alone. Yeah. <laughs> the convenience kept us together. It will. And My God. I decided like, I'm done drinking. I think pretty much forever. I think I've had two drinks in the last three months. Yeah. It's not. I don't love it. My boyfriend is a big drinker. And like, I definitely drink. He, there's no expectation of me to drink. I even had a conversation with about him because I think it's just a thing where in social settings, I just kind of am like, well, everyone else is doing it. No one's, there's no peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's so stupid. Like, well, if everyone was jumping off a bridge, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump? It's like, all of them? Yeah, probably. Like, what am I going to do? Stay here alone? All my friends jumped off a bridge. Yeah. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to be like, look, I'm not going to drink as much. I had to do that I've for me. I've never been a drinker. He didn't care. But I was like, oh, in college, I went hard. I really never did. I'm like, I've been drunk a handful of times in my life. My dad's <gasps> an alcoholic. So I was just like, from a young age, from like 15, I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. I didn't realize it was definitely just a very social part of my college experience. I don't think once in my life I've felt I need a drink to curb how I'm feeling. And the immediate next thought was absolutely fucking not. Like that is not what you do. I drank a lot when my co-producer of my show killed himself a few years ago. I mean, I think I drank every day for a month. And then my, uh, my ex-husband and my mother-in-law were like, you need to get your shit together. together, Yeah. You're like drowning all those feelings. It's overwhelming. It was a lot. I felt so guilty and just, you know, what could I have done? I mean, all the fucking grieving emotions, but ayahuasca helped get me through that. And I didn't drink anymore after that. And very rarely since the last three dudes that I've dated since my marriage ended were all heavy drinkers. And I asked the universe when I was breaking up with the last one, I was like, please somebody who doesn't drink ever or like very rarely. And then all of a sudden, in walks sober, sober guy. guy. <laughs> I was like, sober uh, dude. I asked the universe for you. That's so crazy. And he was like, I asked the universe for you. And I was like, what did you ask for? Something I want a hot blonde with good tits. 
who likes that I don't drink. Uh, he basically was like like a hot girl who's nice to me and, and fulfills my needs. And I was like, cool. That's me. That's amazing. You're like, I can do that. I can do any of that. Have you, did you do ayahuasca with someone both times? Yeah, with my ex. Do you think you'd ever do it alone? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did, would you ever do it with the guy you're dating? Do you think he would? Or is it like, no, no, go against his sobriety? Yeah, no, that's against sobriety. Um, he's like full sober. He's not LA sober. He's full sober. And furthermore, like, good mentally god bless yeah i'm like fucking good he's, he's like, got it under he control is. the other day i asked him i was like uh you ever feel sad like that you won't ever have like a beer again and he just looked up at me and said i've had enough <laughs> that's great i've had enough that's so mature and wise and like i was just like yeah yeah because people are like are you worried he'll like relapse or you know do you feel like he's do you know if he has any other like has he shifted a coping mechanism or is he just fucking uh coping mechanism like okay you quit drinking and then you start fucking eating or uh, it's been seven years or yeah he's been sober for a long time yeah he's he's good he's very healthy he meditates he does yoga he runs he fucks, we fuck a lot he we cook we go out and do fun things like he's very stable and this is exactly what i need right now yeah and he's one of those people who just like is sober he doesn't have to like his identity isn't being a sober person right. no. or i mean not that it, no. it's wrong or right it but there are some people who like they have to get addicted to maintaining their sobriety almost. You know what I mean? No, that's not it at all. And like me, I'm a cannabis expert, but like it's not the first thing out of my mouth all the time. Yeah. You know? They're not like weed. Oh my God. People's personality is weed. Like <laughs> enough. I know a lot of them. I yeah. Love, I love them. No, I mean, they're the most fun to be around, but also like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't feel like I have any one thing that's like my brand except for like extreme honesty. No, it's I it troubles me. I'm the same that I'm like, I don't know how to tell you who I am mm -hmm. because I'm constantly changing, constantly growing. And there's nothing I'm so latched onto that I feel like people would go, that's definitely a part of who you are. Linguistics. I'm not going to lie. Linguistics. It comes up all the time and I talk about it all the time and it's a big part of my podcast and it's a big part of my life. Interesting. I thought, you know, I thought about, I'm listening to some fucking audiobook about like, you know, trying to whatever fucking personal brand or like figuring out how to market who Nerd. you are well because i was like i don't know some people really have it nailed down and it i had thought about doing this and i was like that would be insane and then the book suggests this doing like a survey with people that you're like a small group that you're close with or a focus group mm -hmm. to figure out how people view you yeah but i'm like i feel like that when you're the company that's a weird thing to ask sure like to go like, can you guys all fill out the survey? And like, it feels like a weird and honestly, it's probably a smart business move. But the fear of becoming off like narcissistic mm -hmm. by being like, can you answer a survey about how I am? Let's have a get together for all women to survey each other. That's literally there was like it, it said, like, switch, switch off with someone. You yeah. run their focus group. They'll yeah. run yours. Let's do it in our living room and just like. I have a mic and I have a PA if you want to do that. Wait, no, we should. We should get like a group of girls. Also, we should just start doing a writing group. Yes. But I did. Have you ever done like Leslie Kahn acting class? No. Doesn't matter. You guys are in LA. It's a sitcom acting class. People like sometimes recommend it. Who cares? Whatever. But the beginning of the class, they had you go up and people would shout out words based on, or no, the teacher held up headshots. Mm -hmm. And based on your headshots, people would shout out words like, oh, this girl probably does that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet she's like, they would like, cast your brand based on the Very headshot helpful. and then have you go up mm -hmm. not your picture and cast based on that so you could see the disparity i feel like this could actually be a really good idea yeah okay we're organizing this yes yeah, we're doing it okay that's a story for another time you guys <laughs> you'll notice a shift in our brand eventually 
Um, let me see. I have some questions about what a fucking girl I am. I've pretty much just talked about the guy I'm dating so much. Dude, whatever. I kept asking you about it. I was only going to talk about candidates, but I'm like, let's talk about the D word. Divorce. Yeah, being in love makes you like that. Yeah. I white knuckle every day to not bring up my boyfriend to people. <laughs> to not be like, well, Andy did this and Andy did that. And we're going to Disneyland. And it's like, <laughs> okay, bitch. It's also like I have a tendency to get codependent. So I have to make sure I'm actively taking time to do non- yeah. Like I'm like setting time for friends and like this is a non-boyfriend activity because I'll get wrapped up Same. and then I get once the emo- start you start shifting and growing at a certain point I'll start to get resentful if I've I go to all your things mm-hmm. and I actually had to set that's so funny I had to set a boundary not even a boundary I had to say something recently where like at the last minute he's like oh I'm gonna grab dinner with my friends so I can't make it to your thing and I was like I understand your friend's not from here but just for the record, I do make a concentrated effort to go when when you want me to attend your friend events and I would appreciate the same respect. And he was like, yeah, and he was like, I totally understand that and I will definitely be doing that moving forward and, and I'm sorry that I'm not being there for you. It was like a good, I was like, oh, this is a mature conversation. It's It's weird. I don't know about you. Realizing you can be yourself and comfortable with someone, but then like, he would be okay with me being more open than I have yet become okay with being like, cause he's like, you have to tell me how you feel. You have to just be open about these mm-hmm. things. And I'm like, we don't need to like flood you. <laughs> Let's take fucking one it. drop at a time he here. It. I know. Love is crazy. You're like, are you sure? And they're sure. And you're like, I mean, we do like meetings and stuff together. And then last night he was like, I, I had a cannabis slash microdosing event to go to, which is very weird in like a penthouse in some random building. Fun. And uh, and I was like, come if you want, but he's sober. So I was like, maybe you don't want to come. And he's like, I'm interested in what you're interested in. Oh, so he came and I'm like, going to people watch. <laughs> he, you know, he was talking to all these beautiful girls and I was doing business. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Come by the shop. We'll do whatever, you know, shaking hands and shit. And we coexisted excellently there. And I had never seen him from far away dealing with strangers, watching him interact with people. And he's an extrovert like me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's fine here. Having someone that you can. And I think this works both ways in my relationship too. Like that he, when I, because he's a musician, so he has all these events. He has a ton of friends. He grew up here. So he's, it's people are close by too, but he's also just a social butterfly. And on both ends, I think it's like having someone who like is okay going to a party with you. If you separate, Mm -hmm. they're not melting down or, Mm -hmm. or following you around like a lost puppy dog is so he does fine with my friends too. It's like, we ask each other like, do you need a drink? You need a drink? Like, yeah, you good? You want a seltzer? You want some of this fruit? Like we checked in you know, yeah. frequently and it was like just wonderful. Every time I'm out with him or we have a day together, it gets more and more wonderful. Which Aww. is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, love is supposed to grow. And this is how I know like this is a real thing because the first guy that I dated, we fought from like the get go. Dude, that's crazy when you don't know when you're young and you don't realize that that's not love, especially mm-hmm. coming from like a fucked up. Mm-hmm. I thought fighting was like normal. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some people who still do think that. And also trying to explain that to someone who hasn't had it click yet. Mm-hmm. Going like, no, actually like d- disagreements are bound to happen. Yeah, And you know, hitting a place where you can realize that also a disagreement doesn't mean you hate me. It means we just disagree. Or that this is over. Yeah. The, oh, that's because as soon as, that's how I am. That's why I'll, I'll hold stuff in. Because like, oh, the minute I say something you don't like, it's going to be like, you're leave. 
I'm which okay isn't real. That. I'm okay with that feeling. Like, yeah. Now I'm like, I'm going to say this. And yeah. I said the pregnancy thing the other night and I was like, I don't have any autonomy over my body and I don't fucking like that you said that and I want kids one day and someone's going to want them with me. And then he was like, it might be me. I might want them with you. Who knows what the future is going to hold, you know? And it's because right, I was just like, here's my fucking truth. Yeah. I've gotten a lot comfortable too. And then there's things where like, like there were things I think in the past, I, like insecure things I would hold on to and be like, well, what if it ends a relationship? And they're flat out been th- very few things, but there, I think literally one thing. I'm like, very few. But there was one thing where I was like, look, I'm upset by this. I don't like that you do this. And I would appreciate it if you didn't. And if that is a deal breaker for you, then the deal can be broken. Yeah. Like that is not a thing I will compromise on. And hearing myself say that was like so empowering going wow. like, look at you being like, that doesn't make me feel good. And I'm not going to stay in a position where I don't feel good. Adult woman. I mean, because the, it's so we're all growing and like, especially like in your twenties, you're a fucking disaster, oh my God. but it's like the things you go like, well, you know, it's probably a harmless that, you know, that he's talking, had a conversation with his ex or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's probably not a big deal. If I say it, I'm going to seem insecure. Then he's, it, that's upsetting. And it's like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting me. And you don't get to not, you live your life. Like you think I'm not upset. Yep. It's liberating. Saying the deal breakers is, is pretty intense. <laughs> the phone for me is a deal breaker. You're on your phone all the time. Yeah. Pay attention to me. Can't do it. Cause that's, I lived with an influencer whose phone was the, his biggest, you know, and I literally, he would take the phone out and I would stop talking. Or he'd hold the phone up to do like a video and I would stop talking. And like I just, and he just never picked up my It didn't even register. Yeah, he was just like, I was just there. I was just existed to make his life better and to make sure that the house was clean. And like, get a fucking assistant. You know? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I did that to myself. I let myself be that. And I was like, well, he's more successful than me. So (gasps) I should just, you know, fold myself up and become, you know, his His girlfriend. Oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah, it was. It was rough. And now that I know that he was looking at his phone a lot of the time, talking to other women. Well, that's even more of an alert. I was like, God, fuck. How many times did I respectfully close my mouth so that he could sex with someone else? You're like, do, do, do. I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I'm going to say something like even if it's even if it ends up being like I'm overreacting. I mean, I'm right now sitting on a crazy thing mm-hmm. it's not even crazy but i like, looked over at my boyfriend's phone the other day and there was like a long message and i was like is everything okay i didn't read it i just saw the big bubble and he was kind of like i, I don't even remember the face he was making but it's like everything okay and he's like yeah and then he's like actually it's like i, ha- it's, uh, I have like a really like cool thing coming through it's a surprise whatever but now i'm like boy there better be a fucking cool surprise coming down the pipeline within like a week because this conversation is going to come back up the surprise is i have a side bitch yeah (laughs) i will skin you both alive anyway but i'm mentally healthy you know um do you have any advice for anyone going through divorce stay busy fuck that's all i can do yeah i mean i was i used to be this way and then I let myself die a little bit in the relationship. And it's now crazy that we do that. I'm back to who I was. Like people are like, oh, you're hyperproductive because you're traumatized and you're going through whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. If you knew me before him, this is who I am as a person. I like to get up at six and do fucking yoga, journal, go crazy, exercise at the gym. Yes, I'm happier. I'm happier when I'm being yeah. super productive. Busy as fuck. Booked by the hour. My iCal is just yeah. slammed all the time. That's the thing I had to learn about myself because I, I did wrestle with and I probably do have a little bit of a an issue with like workaholism but it's like 
especially in LA or like maybe it's social media where you're inundated by, I, I get inundated sometimes by these like influencers who have a trust fund and it's mm-hmm. like self-care, self-care, self-care. And it's like, you don't have anything that you need to do, but yeah, they're like not assuming all of my need to be productive is a coping mechanism right. that it's like, actually, no, it makes me happy when I'm working. I enjoy doing the work. It really does make me happy. Fuck. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, a few cannabis questions. Yeah. We didn't get deep into it, but I feel like questions from listeners. Um, if someone has never partaken in a marijuana session mm-hmm. before, <laughs> marijuana session, I don't know, they've never had weed, whatever. Um, any recommendations for trying it for the first time? Um, there's a lot of recommendations. This is like a, it was, this would be a back and forth conversation if I were doing a consultation and it would be like, um, are you comfortable vaporizing? Do mm. you have pain? Do you have anxiety? Do you have sleep problems? Do you want to be social? Are you trying to talk to people while you have this? Like CBD is always a good one to start with because yeah. it gets you, it's a psychoactive, but not psychotropic. So you don't think CBD is like a big scam? Um, CBD doesn't do all the things people think it does, especially not uh, isolated. Okay. CBD and THC together are what deliver pain relief. Okay, good CBD to know. CBD is anti-inflammatory and an anti-anxiety, like an anxiety all. Like on, on its own, will it do those things or does it need the THC? To kick it the, the, It will do those things on its own. Okay. It's good if you take it, uh, edibles or, or tinctures, it's really good for inflammation and like Crohn's disease and things like that. Because I think that's what I want to start doing more of. Topically, it will help with inflammation only. Okay. It will not help with pain without THC. Okay. Bottom line. Interesting. It will not help with nausea without THC. Interesting. I didn't yeah. even know people could thought they were taking it for Will nausea. not help with diabetes without THCV. So there's like... Now be careful because you're going to get hungry and have snacks. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of cannabinoids and I would start somebody who'd never done it before, maybe with like a breeze one-to-one mint. So that's five milligrams THC, five milligrams C- CBD. Okay. CBD is an antagonist to THC. So it helps counter it. Like if you ever take too much THC, THC and you're feeling too high, you can have CBD and it'll bring you down a little yeah. bit. It will make you go to sleep and you're going to sleep it off. That's, that's fine. Have. Or have some sugar or some black pepper. Orange juice. Is that only true with shrooms or is that true at all? Do you know anything that about has that? has sugar. So that will help you. Yes. Sugar. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's sugar in, in general. What? people always tell me with orange black juice pepper down. is beta carotene is uh, an antagonist as well and it like it activates your cb1 receptor your cb2 receptor so it like absorbs it, it yeah and it like wake it wakes it up so that it can counter the thc um, so yeah, so a, bree- a breeze mint one-to-one would be my, uh, ideal suggestion unless you wanted to try a, like a CBD vape, maybe like a four to one. Okay. And that ratio is four CBD to, to one, one THC. THC. So you have okay. a little bit of the benefits, um, but you feel relaxed and good. And then you yeah. get used to the inhalation and, and what that's like. Uh, I'm a huge tincture fan. I take a CBD tincture at night. At what is a tincture? Home. It's a, um, a, a bottle of uh, liquid with, with a little droplets? dropper. Okay. I have that, but I yeah didn't know what those are called um and it goes through the soft tissue in your mouth which is called the buckle yeah so it's faster than um edibles not quite as long lasting okay and then a little bit better for you because vaporizing is still you're still inhaling you know okay and then so if i had like a one-to-one because mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i do have like a one-to-one cbd thc is that gonna get me fucking high a little bit okay so just be careful mm-hmm. with just those do you bit. just do like a drop into another into a tea or do you just do a drop under the tongue under the tongue if you wanted to do it in a tea you'll need uh, some kind of fat or lipid in there like okay. um, milk coconut cream coconut oil, something like something? that it needs okay. to bond to it to in order to decarboxylate properly inside of you okay okay um have you ever gotten so high that you thought this is it i'm never gonna come down from this and then you do and then you just yeah. do it again oh yeah yeah I dabbed once uh, at the end of a cannabis cup and I'm usually pretty good about being like, no, 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 I need smaller. I need smaller. 
but I was really pressured because like Tommy Chong was there and like people were watching. Yeah, like, this is the big leagues. And like this guy gave me like a really big dab. And, and I you're like, like, I want people to know that like I'm a professional. Like I could do the dab. I could do the inhalation and stuff. And then uh, I barely made it to the car. My ex was like guiding me. <laughs> walking. Back is dabbing like freebasing for weed? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Yeah, you need like a really hot nail, titanium, quartz, crystal. Uh, that's where I draw the line out of like when it looks like I have a problem if the device I have to use is like you look like a junkie I'm done I mean there's a lot more fancy devices now okay Um, I'm a big fan of them and furthermore uh, cannabis concentrates these days when they're when they're legal are clean they've had like everything ripped out of them the fats and lipids isolated the terpenes taken out and then reintroduced clean 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 like it's really distillate is THC pure THC is just clear so they add in terpenes for color and for like the effects that you feel. Wow. So I'm a big fan of concentrates. So I, I just do them if you want to do them. I have asthma. So okay. flower smoking is really hard for me. Ah, I probably should do less of it. I definitely have lung yeah. situation. And if you're going to do flower, you're going to want stuff with pinene. It's a bronchodilator. It opens your lungs up. That kind of thing. Like super lemon haze. Anything that smells uh, like, like Fruity? a pine, pine forest. Like it's been cleaned with a, was sprayed with like a cleaning agent. <laughs> yeah, like a pine, like a pine. If it smells like a pine cone, it's gonna okay. help your, your like acid. pineapple express. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Any favorite stony moments from the last year or so? Any stony moments? Any fun? A lot. Uh, there's been a lot. You know what? This is uh, Halloween. I did. Um, I wore a midsummer costume. Fucking fun. white dress, flower crown. And the guy I was dating had a bear costume on. <laughs> Hilarious. We went to four parties dressed like that. Wow. Um, except the last one, he changed his outfit to some kind of lighthouse outfit. It was weird. Robert Pattinson. He shaved a mustache. It was hot. Whatever. It was hot. Um, and Mustaches. I, got, I hadn't smoked weed in front of him. This is like month three out of my marriage. Oh, shit. And I've been dating this guy for two of those months. Basically. Oh, you dove right back in. Right like, back we're not in. wasting time here. No time wasting. Um, and, um, we were vibing that night hard and I had smoked, uh, I don't know, some kind of hybrid and I was really high and we had like so much fun giggling and just, he was laughing at everything I was saying and we had a great time. And then I went home and had like amazing sex. Uh, high was, Halloween sex. Oh, it was the best. Was he in the bear costume? <laughs> One of the times. He was. That's so funny. But that night he was dressed as Robert Pattinson. Which character. is great. Yeah, yeah. That's obviously yeah. great. But like. I, like, I left the dress on and we just uh, I know? honestly cl- clothes sex like that is some of my favorite where so it's like rushed hot. and just like you can't even control yourself you know yeah so it was really fucking I love high sex yes I need to have mm. some of that very soon actually mm-hmm. um so I know what it means but in case for the maybe like completely out of touch not mm-hmm. aware of anything weed listener when you say hybrid what do you mean Okay, this is annoying. The um, preferred nomenclature for the categories of how weed will make you feel. Ah, uh, okay. Indica sativa hybrid. Yep. The industry is moving away from that. Really? They, it's going to be based on terpene profiles. Terpenes are the aromatic compounds that oh. you smell that oh, are I'm present fucked. in other plants. <laughs> so like lavender is a plant that has linalool. Linalool relaxes you. Indicas have linalool in them. Okay. relaxing. Beer hops, myrcene. It's the same thing that's in uh, heavy indica strains. So okay. it's classified as an indica if it's got 50% myrcene or more. Okay. Body high. Sativa if it's 50% limonene or more, which smells like citrus. Okay. And a hybrid is... Those are uppers. 70, 30, 60, 40, 
80-20 splits. And in theory, like what are those doing? What is a hybrid? Because if you're taking Indica to get relaxed, everything's a hybrid. Everything's a hybrid. So what you're going to want to look at with batch testing on the back, if you're looking at a legal product, it's got batch testing. It's got its terpene profile there. Okay. You're going to want to look at the terpenes present and get to know your body, your endocannabinoid system, and what kind of terpenes you react to. Okay. Do you you like mercine for for your body height? Do you like lemonine? Pinene obviously is my jam for my my asthma. Yeah. Beta carophylline is a, is a help helps you with focus. Linoleum yeah, is for relaxation. I was gonna say with sativas, I find that those can be somewhat helpful for. Yeah. Follow your nose. Focus and getting. If you, if you like the smell of it and you like how it makes you feel, blind. Use your use your nose. Well, or ask to see the terpene profile, or okay. ask your blood tender for the terpene profile. Like literally, the industry is moving away. Candescent is a good company that's a uh, reflecting of that. Their their strains are called Charge, Cruise, Calm. Oh, Connect. they're very like they're like. How do you want to feel? They're very clear on what yeah. it's going to do. And they're the strains not like, change. This is purple haze. You're like, what does that mean? It charges sometimes Jack Herrera. It's sometimes Pineapple Express. It's sometimes Super Lemon Haze. It doesn't matter what the strain is. It's just is. a type they're of. telling you this category. Is, is going to make you feel energized. Yes. Bud Tinder. That's like a sommelier for weed. Sure. <laughs> Are there people like that? That like there's notes of this in there and like that's their job? Cancer. Yeah. I've never gone and purchased from a like weed store. I have no idea. You I just, know what you should do? Everyone should try this at some point. Uh, the Herbal Chef. He's one of my best friends. He cooks with cannabis. And he makes sure that the whole meal is 10 milligrams. So every dish has like one or two milligrams. So wow. you're not like stupid high. So then at the and end, he, you just have to like calm. And he put, pairs it with some alcohol sometimes if you want to be a little cross-faded. And then if you're too high, he always has a CBD drink for you to come down a little bit. And he does... Um, essential oils that are the strains that will help you eat the food like there's a jack herrera dry ice with oil and it like spreads over the table and you smell like it's jack herrera so he always has a, a sommelier there his yeah. best friend who, who does wine who also does cannabis so he's like i'm pairing this wine with cannabis because da da da. so <gasps> those are like really unique experiences and i highly suggest anyone go try if there's you know cannabis infused meals in your area go do it the herbal chef is obviously the best one but i will be looking that up immediately mm-hmm. and before we wrap do you have a favorite strain of weed i like northern lights a lot those are my people it's chill it's um giggly and i'm half viking and i love the northern lights so yeah. it just like is very has always been very fitting i've really connected with it I Second would be White Widow because I got arrested with that strain. And then the I was like, and that's how I see myself in a few years. I, like a White Widow. And then the next time I smoked it, um, I wrote uh, a really great tweet that got me kind of Instagram, uh, Twitter famous. So oh, it's great. good with that strain. Yeah. Fuck, I want to smoke some of that. Northern I'm just right. And White Widow. I'm a White Widow from the Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, is that, are either of those like, do you smoke White Widow when you sit down to write, ideally? These days, I'm not smoking because of the panic attacks ah. from the stress of the divorce. Fuck. Um, but if I'm sitting down to write on cannabis, it's typically like a hybrid, indica hybrid these days. I'm, indica I'm hybrid. More Very chill. Indica. Yeah. Amazing. I chill. I mean, I know that feeling. <laughs> Completely unrelated, but just because somebody asked as a bonus question, fuck, Mary kill, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, or Sammy Davis Jr. Frank Sinatra has the blue eyes, right? Dean Martin, what's he look like? Frank Sinatra with brown eyes, probably. I have okay, no idea. brown eyes. And Sammy Davis Jr., black. He's a black man. Um, well, I can't kill him. So, <laughs> um, I probably, and I don't want to say fuck because that's stereotypical. So I'd probably marry him. Look at you. So progressive. Um, I would kill Frank Sinatra because he sounds a, a lot Aryan. Uh, yeah. And, and I think then, he beat his wife. 
I think yeah, he used to. I think wife. I heard that too. Although I don't know if Dean Martin was so any better. Mary fuck. No, that's yeah, Mary fuck. So kill. No, Mary kill, and I would fuck Dean Martin. Dean Martin. I love brown eyes. Brown eyes are my fucking brown eyed girl. Um. All right. Well, where can people find you? At Cradrian everywhere. C r a y d r i e n n e. Amazing. Um. I guess that's it. This has been really fucking cool. Thanks for joining me for this. Yay! Bye, idiots. Well, there you go. Adrian Earhart and cannabis, divorce, scandal, falling in love all over again. If you like Adrian, go follow her. And if you like the podcast, make sure you've hit that subscribe button and give me that rate and that review on iTunes. I need it. I need it. Uh, share this podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. And big, big thank you to John, Greg, Gene, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. I couldn't do this without you. <clears throat> and I am very grateful. Uh, if you want to become part of that, head on over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. You'll get a shout out here and you'll get cool stuff, bonus content, all the things, all great things. There's a plane coming and I am refusing to stop recording because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, follow at ignorance is blessed on Instagram to see faces behind these interviews. And please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you have additional questions for Adrian or about any guest, or you have a topic you want covered, let me know about it. Head over to the Facebook group, Ignorance is Hashtag Blessed Idiots. Put your suggestions in there. I am always doing my best to deliver the things you ask for. And um, this year has been fun so far, and I'm, I'm having fun trying to stay on top of these, these episodes, y'all. Uh, hit me on that Patreon. Put it, Put money where my mouth is and force me to keep committed to this i'm i'm having a good time i hope you guys have been enjoying uh the monday drop let me know also if how you're feeling about monday being our day i feel like that's that's where we've landed and i i'm fine with it but you know i don't know how do you feel i thought maybe this is a good way to lift the monday uh blues on your drive into work but you tell me um let's get some some conversations going uh all right well i guess i guess that's it I need to have some water. I'm still hungover. Um, yeah. Keep uh, keep sending suggestions. Keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. <laughs>